You're now listening to The Bad Guy Radio production of Black and White Featuring Justin Lee Ken W.O. And Junior your boy And King your boy Mac. King Mac What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What up? It's another episode of Black and White. It's your boy, Justin, a.k.a. J. Targaryen. Um, we got a fucking packed house tonight. I would say Happy New Year, but your grace, King Mac, he doesn't like that fucking saying, so I'm just going to say Happy Year. Um, we got Alfredo from the Alfredo Experience on. We got Braggs from Braggs in the Stance and CHGO Bears in the house. Uh, the real King James Jr. And like I said, your grace, King Mac, now. Junior, you fucking pig. You disgusting pig. How dare you say that my fucking Red Sox are still finishing last place with $300 million of Raphael Devers on the books? How? Um, you know, I want to say one thing first. My birthday was last week, and uh, I share the oh. same birthday as a bunch of other kings. Uh, LeBron, Tiger Woods, wow. Andy Koufax, um, and then the real king, A.J. Brzezinski himself. Um, Happy belated birthday, bro. Which is yeah. another former uh, Boston great. But no, yeah. Boston finishing last again. They're going to be the first MLB team in history to have a $300 million player and finish last. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Um, you're going to finish behind the $14 million payroll Tampa Bay Rays and the $26 million payroll of the Baltimore Orioles. So I'm excited to see how it all pans out for you guys. You're I'm fucking excited disgusting. to see you clean off your fucking dresser. <laughs> wow that yeah that, well thank god we're all audio today Bragg. so you just mind your own fucking business chunky all right <laughs> and because you know greg you've been on a fucking rampage in the scumbags group chat today all <laughs> because of fucking what why are you tormenting my friends on the internet well, I'm like I told you, I'm getting tired of Elise calling me a fat bitch every day. This is like three days running now. She's like going right to the well. You fat bitch. Right away. Like, you know, this shit cuts deep. Oh my god. <laughs> Working on my fucking figure, all right? Yeah, well, you've been putting in work, having boots on the ground. <laughs> Mac, what, why are you looking at these people like they're crazy, Mac? What's going on, G? I'm just trying. First of all, Junior gave a whole spiel about who, who shares a birthday with him. And then, and then, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. No, no need. No need. Okay. You educated me enough on that subject. Good, good. And, and then uh, Greg comes in talking about at least he talking at least calls him a fat, a fat B, I guess, man. But uh. Well, Mac, me and you share a birthday, right? Didn't we find that out? Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. Yeah, except he's seventy-two and you're forty-one. So, uh-huh. 
That's all right. That's I, I'd be 72. I'm not Three decade difference. It really doesn't matter. You I don't share shit. 72. I might he used to break. He used to break car windows with Ron Washington Jr. <laughs> also, Carson Wentz has the same birthday as me. Nobody cares. Oh, that, yeah, that's closer to your fucking talent bracket, buddy. Tyrese Gibson, <laughs> you know, too fast, too furious type shit. Don't even know who that wow. is. Wow, ejecto cedo, cuz. Okay, well, thank God Alfredo is here, so I ain't got to worry about talking to you, fucking lames. How you doing, Alfredo? I'm doing good, man. Thank you guys for having me back. Now, uh, this is a perfect segue into our first segment tonight. Uh, I told you fucking boys, build a start nine of your all-time favorite White Sox. Alfredo, you actually gave me a sneak peek of your list. It was a fucking D+. Plus. Like, it was terrible. You had no fucking, no talent. You didn't have any household names like why don't you tell the people your lineup right now because i'm actually sick talking about it oh you mean my lineup was excellent and it's actually a world series lineup that's not what i said no that's not what i said that you really love my list and underneath your skin you're actually hating on my list is what you had frank thomas on your list what do you mean yeah why not you said favorite white Sox players that's the whole that's that's the whole thing, right? You, you have yeah. to be your favorite, right? That's the whole premise of the list, right? So what kept Nick Swisher off your list? Uh, that he's a backup. He didn't make the cut. He's a utility guy. That's really I don't disrespectful. Put utility, I don't put utility guys on my on my uh, lineup. You know, this is about well, Mac White had, Sox players. Mac, Mac had Nick Madrigal in his. Nah, he didn't make the cut. Wow. That's probably why his, his list is actually probably uh, a D minus compared to mine. Um, yeah. you say you say D minus? Yeah, compared to mine. He kinda still like, hasn't sent kinda, me his kinda, list. Kind kinda of like Justin Fields season. D minus. We're gonna get to that June later, you fucking prick. Uh Alfredo, what's Good. your what's your lineup one through nine? All right, I had uh, catcher, I got Carlton Fisk and AJ Prasinski. DH, I got Frank Thomas, Bo Jackson. First base, I got Paul Canerco, Jose Abreu. Second base, I got Ozzie Guillen, Ray Durham. Shortstop, I got Tim Anderson, Luke Atley. Third mm. base, I got Joe Crady, Robin Ventura. Left field, I got Minnie Minoso, Carlos Quinton. Center field, I got Luis Robert, Aaron Rowan, or Ken Griffey. I couldn't make a decision between those uh right field i got uh harold baines and jermaine die starting pitching is blackjack mcdowell chris sale mark burley wilson alvarez i couldn't choose between john garland john banks or freddie garcia i couldn't make a choice my closer is bobby thickpin bobby jenks roberto hernandez and jose contreras wow how do you get to choose all them people yeah. I mean, I pick, I pick like, like the the position plus like an alternate is how I did it. So yeah. I mean, so, I probably sounds like utility it. players. Sounds like utility players. Yeah, I ain't got no. Uh, there's not one player on here that's a utility player. Maybe you are, but there's not one player on here that <laughs> no, is one actually. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no alternate for my starting nine. But uh, yeah, drop the nine, Max. Yeah, I'm going to go Carton Fist catcher. Ugh, hurts me to leave AJ out, but I got to go Carton Fist. First base, I'm going Big Hurt, of course. Uh, 
I'll take that back. First base, I'll go Paul Canarco. DH, I'll go Big Hurt, since we're doing that. Uh, second base, I got to go Ray Dorn. Shortstop, I'm probably going to go Tim Anderson. Third base, I'm going to go Robin Ventura. Uh, left field, I'm going to shock some people here. I'm going to go uh, Carlos Lee. Center, center field, I'll go Aaron Rowan. And uh, right field, I got to go with my man uh, Maglio or Donier. The starting pitchers will be uh, Blackjack Medal, Wilson Alvarez, Mark Burley. Uh, I like Sweaty Sweaty Freddy, so I'm going to go Sweaty Freddy. Garcia. Pause. You like Sweaty Men, don't you? Uh, Pause. Hey, yo. And no homo. Uh, and then... Uh, you said it. And then uh, I go... Ooh, this one, this one was a little hard on me, yeah. but I'm gonna go with Jose Contreras as one of the five, and then my close is Bobby Jenks. There you go. Hmm. Now, um, for all our visuals, uh, Sn9 just popped up, so I want to welcome you back. Happy New Year, Sn9. Good to see you. I see you left the blanket at home. It's good. Yeah, yeah, the scarf. The scarf. Sure, fucking did. Actually, no, I have it. It's in my suitcase. I just, I just haven't unpacked yet. Okay. Uh, well, I was gonna let Greg go, but he's a fucking Cubs fan, so his opinion is relevant in this situation. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. No, no. You look. look, Let me go. Look, I just got here. Let the fat man go. Let me get my thoughts together. See what I'm saying? I've gone through enough, ass, and I, I got a lease on my ass. The last. Stop fucking crying and give you a list. I'm not here to pity you. Damn. Favorite White Sox. Let's go, Greg. All right. At catcher, Ron Karkovice. Oh, At first base, Frank Thomas. Number 35, Frank Thomas. Second base, Joey Cora. Shortstop, Ozzy Guillen. Anybody uh-huh. noticing a trend here? Third base, Robin Ventura. Left field, Tim Rock Reigns. Center field, Lance One Dog Johnson. Right field, Ellis Burks. DH, George Bell. I know these youngins don't see the trend. Mac might see the trend. Well, because you guys are both born in 1943. Wilson Alvarez, Jason Bure, Tim Belcher. I don't even barely remember Tim Belcher. Remember so you're just going to pick the 94 team? The 1993 Chicago White Sox got to the ALCS. I was a big – I loved the White Sox back then because I was still young and Nothing's and, changed. You're just in the closet. Because no, you weren't a bitch yet. You didn't turn into an absolute bitch. You weren't a bitch yet. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, ass and I – I got my booklet right here with my baseball cards. You see that? Not a memento. Oh, nice. They're crisp. Kept a nice one of the cards is signed by Ozzy. Is that, is, that, is, that a, is, that a, is that a PSA 10? Guys wear black. You guys don't even know about this era. Mac does. Yeah. I do. This is you don't. I do. It's a beautiful team. They broke my heart. <laughs> 
And Alfredo does. Sound like a bunch right. of losers, honestly. Sounds like they lost. All right, get it. Everybody nostalgic that and team emotional would have over the fuck out of the 2005 lucky ass White Sox. They probably would have. That 93 White Sox team would have waxed the fucking 2005 White, White, White Sox here, in here. a playoff series. Wipe Mac, the, tell wipe me the, I'm wrong. Wipe the ketchup off your upper lip, okay? Not, uh, they, probably, wrong, they, they probably they probably would have beat the shit. The 93 Sox or the 2005 Sox? Mac they and probably, Alfredo answer. They probably would have beat the lucky ass 16 too. It ain't a you thing without a ring. That's how raw that team was. That was a great team. Sounds like a bunch of All three of us picked players from that team. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like overall, everybody's got this affinity for the lucky ass 2005 team. But they not. We lucky, all know man. that was luck. No. 93. 11 and one won. is not luck, Greg. 11 and one. In they the cheated. A rain delay. A rain delay. You guys go on with a rain delay is luck, Greg. No, your little cheating job in LA game two is actually. Only- Look, Greg. Look, Greg. 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 You were a White Sox fan until you was in Chicago. your first man. Okay, <laughs> just do your list. All right. Can I get my list because you you guys are naming all these fucking losers and it's putting me to sleep. Okay, let me hear your list. At catcher, I got AJ Przinsky. At first base, I got Paulie. At second base, I got Johan Moncada. At shortstop, I got <laughs> Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson. At third base, I got Joe Creedy. Left field, I got Eloy. Center field, I got Nick Swisher. Right field, I got Mags. DH, give me Jim Tomey. My rotation is Dylan Cease, Mark Burley, Gavin Floyd, John Danks. I think you forgot somebody. Javier Vasquez. My closer you forget is Liam someone? Hendricks. Who? You also <laughs> you you Who? forgot you forgot somebody? Who? Only you the also... greatest player in White Sox history. <laughs> I said Park Nerko at first base. Yeah, uh, at first. What the fuck? Come on, wait. Let's do it. I have to be honest. That is an F lineup <laughs> team. <laughs> Of any <laughs> Nick Swisher made the cut. Yo, That's the worst list. The fucking ever. Cubs fan had a better Sox lineup. Yeah, he lied. I hate to say it, but I agree. Yo, I'm on at second base. Yeah. So we can't have... even play that position. I can't. I can't have Moncada at third base if I want Creedy there. You got to be smart. Asa, now what's your thoughts on that lineup? The worst ever. I had Eloy. At second base. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. What is wrong with this guy? I oh. had John Danks in a rotation. I mean Wait, it was was, you was, had him at was first? This nigga was, this was, nigga was, said was, this nigga said I made the dumbest decision because I was trying to be smart. Was Jordan Danks <laughs> your backup center fielder? <laughs> no. My God it would no. probably be the worst second baseman in White Sox history. No, nah, <laughs> Nick your Madden. fucking mouth. Nick <laughs> He better than Orlando Hudson. Stop it. Yeah. Better than Willie Harris. Stop it. Tadahito Iguchi is a better second base. <laughs> oh, my God. How many music videos Iguchi got? It don't matter. He's not yeah, making, no, it does matter. He's not making all them errors at second base like Yoan was. I tell you that. Whatever. That was horrible, bro. I ain't even going to lie. 
Atlas was an F. Yeah. Sound like a bunch of haters. Y'all all colluding against me. Now I know what Justin Fields feel like when you fucking helmet babies get to talking on the internet. Now I know what it's like. Y'all attack all Justins. Nah. Seriously. That list was just due to... Yeah. What you got? That's not, what's, your, what's your list, man? Uh, um, disclaimer. I didn't start watching baseball until like 2016, so bear with me. Okay. Um, uh, first base, first base, Jose. Second base, uh, <laughs> second base, uh... Come on, bitch. Romy Gonzalez. Hey. Uh, shortstop <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Bro, you could have uh, said Gordon Beck. That'd have been better. I get that. Borderline racist. Could have said Ray. Could have said Ray Durham. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Shortstop. Sadly, Tim Anderson. Third base. Uh. Creedy. Yeah. Sad, sad. Uh. Left field. It sounds like you didn't want to say that. Let eat one. Uh. Left field. Eloy. Uh. Center field. Robert. Right field. I'm throwing, the, die right. I'm throwing Jermaine Dye. I'm throwing right field and Frankie's DH. There we go. Now who you said to catch it? Oh shit. Uh Zach Collins. Should have been a cowboy. That just ruined your list. Oh shit. No, I'm fucking around. Uh, yeah. Hey, right, who you who you starting pitches then? Uh, give me Bur, give me Burley Santana and uh, Burley Santana and Cease, and then closer I'll go Liam. Wait, what's Irvin Santana? Ir- what? You said am I blank? Am I tweaking? He played for the, the White Sox, uh, 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 <laughs> but he wasn't good. But uh, you, did you, you mean uh, like Johan Santana? Yeah, 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 yeah. Johan ain't play for us. The fuck? Tweaking, then who am I thinking of? Who Who is the number two on the White Sox on NL5? John Garland? No. Number two for the White Sox is Jose Contreras. Jose Contreras. I'm talking about. Am I, My picture, God. Am I thinking I of him? I didn't realize you didn't Freddy know Garcia. I thought you knew you smoke, shit. You still smoke I weed didn't start time? watching baseball until 2016. That's why I said I, that. But I just can't believe you like, Freddy as a Garcia? research guy. Like you don't know anything. What okay, okay, okay then. Okay then. Okay then. I'll redo pictures. I'll redo pictures. Give me, give me Burley Chris Sale seats. How did this nigga get a redo? Ah, oh, Burley Chris Sale seats. How did I forget Chris Sale? Burley Chris Sale. None of y'all said Chris it. Sale. I said Chris Sale. That was my second picture. Oh, he should have been your number one. No, your Blackjack McDowell was. No. Give us your lineup, Junior. Well, I got the greatest lineup of all time. A catcher, I'm rocking AJ Przinsky because he'll just because he'll beat your ass. Um, oh at first base, God. the greatest player. Beat great- your ass! Time out. Beat your ass. Can somebody when mute him? Michael Barrett and AJ Przinsky collided can at home mute him, plate. Can somebody mute him? When they collided at home plate, I know you want me to mute because you don't want to hear the truth. Michael Barrett punched that dude right in the face. And he went running to the dugout. The guy that actually came out throwing blows for the White Sox was fucking Pitsednik. Wasn't fucking A.J. Pierzynski. Yeah, he beat John Mabry's punk ass. He went to the dugout and started punching next. himself in the face. He next. was like all excited for getting punched the next. In the face. On to the next one. Anyway, the greatest catcher ever, A.J. Pierzynski. Uh, the, greatest, the greatest White Sox player ever, first base, Paul Knurko. Uh, Thank you. DH, unfortunately, going to have to go with the Bray U. Um, 
Am I, am I upsetting you, Mac? This lineup is terrible already. See, no, it's not terrible because Frank was hurt. Like when I started watching baseball half the time. So Frank, Frank's just on the bench riding, riding the coattail. The good White Sox seems like he did in 05. He's got a fake ring. Uh, second base. Uh, give me a rant. I'm going to go Nelly Fox. I'm going to give it Nelly Fox. At shortstop. Wow. Give me fucking TA. Yeah. Bump. At third. I'm going to go Robin. But a close second. Bill Melton. And left. Shoeless Joe Jackson in center. You know, he didn't play center, but I feel like he could have. Give me Scott Pitson there. That's who I'm going with. That's a good center fielder. He was a good center fielder. And right. Oh, we oh. Alex Rios. Oh, we oh. I'm going to go Jermaine Dye and right. My pitchers. Number one, Chris L, because he fucks. Then Mark Burley. Then Blackjack McDowell. A lot of lefties. Bob, Bobby Jenks is my fucking setup, man, because he's going to fuck you up. And then Liam's coming in to give you the Australian persuasion and fuck you up even more. Bobby Jenks, Bobby Jenks is a better closer than Liam. I don't think anyone really asked you. I'm just saying. And by the All way, right. for you not having Frank Thomas on your lineup, is trash. Hey, Loke Dog, take a chill pill. Trash. Whatever you say. So, so Greg, you're the resident Cubs fan. You've seen everybody's bullshit lineups. Why was my lineup the best? Well, it wasn't. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. I'm asking you why it's the best. I can't come up with that explanation because it would be a lie. You've never lied before? Well, I ain't saying that. Oh, okay. That lineup was garbage. Straight up. She was you dog know, shit. Okay, I don't want to talk about the White Sox no more because you guys ruined my fun. Uh, let's move on to another uh, outstanding God. team. Let's let's talk about a real winning team. Thirteen and three, firing on all cylinders. My QB one isn't playing the last game of the season. Three and uh, thirteen, not thirteen and three. Or are, are you considering the losses wins? Is that what you're doing there? I think that's what he's doing because every loss, if you think about it, really is a win. Especially when it comes there? to Mac. Yeah. Hmm. They're 13 and 3 that. this year. That's a great point. I never they're, looked at they're it. Like go, they're going to finish 14 and 3. That's fucking really good. Really good. That was point. not I what I was doing. I would rather but you I, say it was a verbal typo. I'm not going off that logic, even though it's brilliant. I know. You must want Justin to play tomorrow. Then I'll take credit. Yeah, I do for want it. him. If you to don't play want someday. it, I'll take credit for it. That's great. You know, when I'm Nathan you, when, when Nathan Peterman blows his knee out tomorrow, I'm going to question you. Oh, my Sunday. God. I'm going to question you, The Bears play tomorrow? Sunday. Sunday. Right <laughs> now, okay. So, what do, you guys, what, do, what do you guys think of the overall season? Like, give me give me just a general synopsis. I'll go. It was whack. She was whack. Uh... Uh, she was whack, but what else did we really expect? And and I already know I didn't even have to be in the group chat to know Mac was clowning all day on Sunday because because uh, <laughs> the Lions whooped the Bears' ass. So I didn't even have to be in the group chat. I already know he was in <laughs> <up and stuff. laughs> Me and me me and Mac been on a rampage. Yes, Mac was clowning. Everybody. They've been like the Dudley brothers on the internet, bro. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Mac. Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's yeah. been some, there's yeah. gonna be the no. 
There's been meltdowns aplenty yeah. in, the, in the group chat. Bears fans but, have lost it. Uh, this season was even more sad though because we had people talking about at the beginning of the season we was going to win seven games or some <laughs> shit like that. Some like, bro, went all to? the way to eleven. Some some went all the way to eleven. And and and, and some of them were saying because these players didn't have a chance to prove themselves. <laughs> blah blah fucking blah. These niggas have been on two or three teams before getting here. What are you talking about? They didn't have a chance to prove themselves. Look, look, all this all all it ever was was copium. All ever was was copium. Anybody with a brain saw this coming from a mile away. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I like to say, I have a brain. What? <laughs> Thanks, Junior. <laughs> I said they were going to fucking suck this year. Okay, we know that, but just that state. We need Dre here to f- officiate said, the obvious. Uh, oh, as oh, as oh, as oh, as oh, as oh and one thing for Dre. One thing for Dre. Anyone with the brain. Stop, stop, stop hiding all your bad takes in. I was just being a fan. Because anytime <laughs> he gets caught up in saying some dumb shit, he says, I bet you, you can't be mad at me for being a fan. That's my fandom. Shut the fuck up, bro. That's such Who's a cop out ass thing to say when you get caught up. Oh. Dre. My brother yeah. Dre ain't here to defend himself. Like I said, the. the... The three hardest words for some people is I was wrong. And they're just so easy to say. Just get it out. Put your pride to the side. I was wrong. That's it. I get shit wrong. Everybody gets shit wrong. It happens. So Greg, what do you say this, Greg? I am fat. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. What the fuck? I am fat. I can admit it. Admitting is the first step. step. Yeah. Alfredo, what 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 you got for the season? How you how you coming up? I mean, I said that they wouldn't win no more than six games, so I'm right on schedule with what I predicted. But I'm looking forward to uh, what they're going to do. I mean, I want to see what type of moves that they're going to do. You know, that's what to me is going to mean more to me on what type of situation that's going to happen in the future. So. Onward, upward. So, what are you you more excited for, the draft or free agency? Both, both, because I oh, I, okay. I, I want to see exactly how, what they do in terms of maneuvering for picks, you know, and I also want to see what they actually can do with a whole bunch of money, you know. We'll really see if they do like, the right thing. It really is a perfect storm. I mean, like you've had teams have had years where they have crazy amount of cap space money. Teams have had years where they have the number one pick or number two, whatever you want to say. But rarely have you had like both in one offseason. The Bears have only had the number one pick one time in their franchise history, and that was like 1947. So they essentially have never had the number one pick. I mean, I, and, I don't want I don't want to like be the bear of bad news, no pun intended, but the Jaguars literally were it last year. Number one pick and fucking uh had the most salary cap. Okay, well, then just strictly for, if we're just going to keep it to the Bears. We've never really had this kind of an offseason. What happened to admit I was wrong, Greg? We just I talked was, about it. I was wrong. The Jaguars Thank last year. Thank you, Junior. I can always lean on you for uh, quality takes. So, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fucking – I mean, it's going to be an amazing offseason. Amazing offseason. I'm looking forward to the 2024 season. It's going to get to you in a minute, Junior. Okay, cool. Who are you going to? Uh, 
That's well, go ahead. Your grace, you're already all up. Well, I thought I should go last, saying that I've predicted this. Uh, no, no, no. Come on, man. But if we're going to rank who predicted it more, Junior called it the most. I'm not saying you weren't wrong yeah. in some of your assessments, nah, nah, but nah, you nah, were. Nah, 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 I did. Junior called it you know the what? most. He was most specific. Mm, nah, 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 nah. We're not going to, because I told people that Justin Fields could still have a very good year. Yes. And the Bears yeah. to take a ton of L's. I told Fully admit that. it. You Fully admit I mean? that. You got that. You nailed that on the head. I'm, that's what I'm saying. You got things right. I'm just saying if we're going to rank who who hit it. Junior just who said hit a record. the take perfectly. He Junior. said a record. Gang bang. He said a record. It was good. Um, no, I said more than the record. You know, he said I'm, a bunch I'm, of shit. I'm going to be honest. He was not one of the delusional Bears fans. As a matter of fact. Because uh, I got a brain. Asinine wasn't delusional either. I give him that too. Asinine also. Yeah. Asinine got delusional. packed up a lot of times because he they they he won overly. Uh, Asinine and I are big time Aaron Rodgers fans. I mean, I don't know about all that. I know y'all like Aaron Rodgers, but anyway, to me this season was good. I I, I don't I don't see why anybody would say this season was negative because you should have known as a Bears fan that they weren't going to win too many games, and the most important thing was. The draft picks that was drafted uh, in 2022. And then, of course, Justin Fields. And you could say some of the draft picks played well. And you could say Justin Fields had uh, a good year this season. So what is it to be negative about? And your team has a lot of cap space. And they probably going to wind up with the number two pick in the NFL draft. So there's nothing really to be angry about. The only people who are angry are the ones who thought that they was going to do something special. And I don't see how you thought that. I mean, you had a bunch of players on this team that, like Asinine alluded to, was on several other teams before the Bears, so they did have an opportunity. You had a bunch of guys who I guess people were hoping or predicting to play better than, you know, they played. So to me, as a Bears fan, I'm happy. I'm, happy. I'm, I'm excited, man. What more could you want? You got to see Justin Fields prove himself. You got to see some of the draft picks play well. You got a, a losing record where you're going to have a high draft pick where Pose can decide to do what he want to do with it and uh, whether he want to trade uh, trade back, collect more capital, or hopefully take somebody who could impact the team, be an impact player. So what more do you want? I, I don't get why Bears fans are angry. It's nothing to be Mac, angry. I, I, I want to go. The only thing oh, I'm ahead, angry Greg. about is fucking how they treated, how they dealt with Justin Fields last Sunday. That shit pissed me off royally. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. Like, that's I may the never get second time though. That's the second time though. They did that in right in Atlanta, the Atlanta game. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, it's fucking, they, his last game should have been the fucking should have been the Atlanta game. Right. There was no need to play him. I, I told Greg Sunday after the game, if people who wanted him to play. This past Sunday, after he got hurt, or even after halftime, let's just say the second half, and then you know this upcoming Sunday, those 70, 80 plays are not going to move the needle enough to where it's worth it for him to get that quote unquote live reps and experience. It's really not worth it. Well, I mean, you already already saw his development. What, 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 what more reps? I mean, let's think about this for a minute. How much more? Can he develop, Johnny? He can't. I mean, there's nothing more he well, can that, do. That's what him. I'm saying. Yes. You've already seen enough. Yeah. What more do you have to see? I don't want to see him throw the fucking ball to Dante Pettis on a six-yard <laughs> out route. I don't want to see 
him not have enough time to hit Chase Claypool when he's I do want to see him so, get the toss from Cole Komet, Jr. <clears throat> well, yeah, like I said, yeah. it did more harm than good. I mean, you could argue that he created – that he could have had created more bad habits under this fucking bullshit he had to do these last few – especially these last few weeks where the roster's getting injury depleted. It was already depleted to begin with. Now it's injury depleted. To me, like between the injury risk – and then the fact that you could be creating bad habits while he's running for his life. He was the most sacked quarterback in franchise history, past Jay Cutler, and most sacked quarterback. And think about how many sacks he saved the O-line from. And he's yeah. still the most sacked quarterback in franchise. He could have, he was sacked like 56 times. He could have been sacked fucking 80 times a season if he didn't have the mobility that I'm, he has. I'm not joking when I say this. This is one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. With ever. It's ever. Yeah. It's the worst. And 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 your one best player, your one your one good player on the line, he may not ever be him himself again. Tevin Jenkins, he, who knows what's going on with his neck or back, whatever the hell it is. But these are two scary injuries. You have your back injury last year, now this year your neck injury. That's scary, especially for a man who's three hundred pounds. Not something you want to be dealing with. I think people wanted but, to watch Justin Fields play for selfishness, just because you know he's yep. so electrifying. But if you're the Bears. You got to protect your asset. And I know people, some people don't like players being talked about as assets or property or whatever, but just to keep it 100 and real in the NFL, that's exactly what they are. That's how people consider players or the team consider players. And if the, Bears, if the Bears, if this guy get, if this guy had to suffer a major injury, let's say where it was to the point where he could miss next year or half of next year. That would have been a major problem, man. There was no reason to risk it. He showed you everything you needed to see. And you lucky that this man is mentally tough because he could have been like that quarterback who the Texans drafted a while back, Carr. I can't think of his first name. But David Carr. David Carr, where he got shell-shocked because he got sacked so many times. And he never. And, and here's the thing. You, br- you brought up injury. And, again, let's just play the what-if game. What if Justin goes out there Sunday and everyone goes, oh, my God, I just want to see him break Lamar's record. Pops his fucking Achilles, blows his fucking knee out. Justin may never be the same again. Yeah. Those are things you don't even want to risk. There's no chance or no 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 point in putting Justin out there for 40 to 50 offensive plays mm. when literally every fucking snap there is a possibility he can get hurt. And people can say, oh, well, it can happen on any down in the NFL. Sure. Mm. But why put him in that in that? That spot and the risk now with the team they yeah. have and the with, line they with, have with, like with the offensive they, line you have theoretically supposed to have and the a fact, better offensive and line. The fact that people throughout the season have said, "Well, the line's not as bad because Justin's got a time to throw of three point three seconds." And I want to say this really quick: if you go on next gen stats, the top five quarterbacks all have one thing in common. They're they're all uh, top five in time to throw: Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson. Um, there's a few others up there. Lamar all, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. They're all mobile. So, of course, their time to throw is going to be higher than a pocket pass. But then I, I was talking to Greg Sunday, the highest re- and not even a receiver, the guy with the most yards of separation on average on the Chicago Bears is Cole Komet at 3.3 yards, which is open in the NFL. The next closest guy, you according to them, you have to have 43 passing targets. Is Chase Claypool 
And he didn't get 43 targets with the Chicago Bears. And he's at 2.4, 2.5 yards per reception. That's sick. That's so so when the people want to say, oh, Justin's missing something, maybe. You know, because they want to say, oh, he has 3.3 seconds, which in the NFL is a lifetime. Well, he's creating, but he's creating when, when, that three point. Well, he's seconds. he's improvising, yeah. but when when his receivers literally can't get the fuck open, that's an issue. But not only that, issue. not only that, Junior, when he's improvising, he's not going to be able to see the entire entire field. Right. Well, when you're tired too, when yeah. you're fucking having to run five times or like in the dude, in when, the when, he, when he when he had the fucking Sunday, run, he, when he when he hurt. had the run, go ahead. I literally yeah. saying against the Lions where. His guard got toppled over, and the guy was like right in his face. <laughs> you Dude, know what I mean, like it was fucking when when he when he had that sixty yard run or fifty whatever it was this past Sunday against Detroit, he got pushed out of bounds, and he's leaning up against one of the cameras because he's fucking exhausted. Yeah, and literally... that was the se- and that was the second series of the game. This man is fucking beat. If you want to be honest, he shouldn't he shouldn't even played against the Lions. And then he and then they ran him again to the left side on third and two, and he runs out of bounds because he he he's fucking tired. And then Cole Komet's wide open in the back of the end zone. I wouldn't say wide open, but one on one coverage, and he has front side leverage. Where if Justin saw him, he could have probably thrown a touchdown. But then everybody's going to use that to say, "Oh, see, Justin can't see the field." Never mind the fact, like, yeah, you can look at that one singular play on tape and say he didn't read the field correctly without the context of he's been running his ass off the first two series and, and got then, hit nine times in in a, in the first 18 plays of the game. And then one big thing I know we've all talked about is this man's career is on the fucking line. If I'm him, I'm legit pissed the fuck off. I'm going to drive you down the field. We're going to get to the two-yard line. And then you're gonna have me do a quarterback, a quarterback power. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Well, that's the point. That's the point. They did that in Atlanta game too, though. They did that in right. Atlanta. Like, like, like why? Why is, are we putting him in harm's way? But that's the point. Like, especially in this last game. Oh, he's in there because we got to continue. These reps are important. We got to continue to develop them and get chemistry with these wide receivers. They didn't do that. They had him fucking run for his life and try to get all the yards. Still, uh, he ran for ten. He had ten carries for a hundred and some odd yards. David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, two very good running backs. At one point, they had the best rushing team in the league because of the three of them. They David Montgomery had six carries. Khalil Herbert had five. Justin Fields had ten. What the fuck is that shit? Yeah. You, you're going to have him out there and risk this shit. Why don't you have a proper fucking game plan for it? And and not, not, ooh, are you coming in hot, big dog? Uh, and not it's, not it's only stupid. that, though, and for the people who are talking about his throwing stats, like Junior – Said and alluded to with those uh, next gen stats, I think he said they were. Who is he throwing to? No one. <laughs> like what he's you... throwing a fucking Jay Targaryen. <laughs> and at the moment, because Claypool, well, I guess Claypool played, but Mooney's out. He's I could get some Claypool's separation. the only guy that's going to be there next year. He's throwing Ooh. to Robbie, Ronnie, Claypool? Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're signed ESB for another year, but. Well, and it, but that's a one-year deal, one point two five million. They that's not that's a contract they can cut at camp. This, just because they signed him to one year, that one-year deal today yeah. doesn't mean he 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 could still not make the roster. I, I hope this I, I hope this Darnell Mooney <clears throat> is a possible one talk can come to an end finally. Oh, Mac, and Mac, two. we've been saying that for fucking yeah. seven eight months. I'm he's tired a of it. he's a he he's a. He's a to me. He's a great wide receiver three, but a good wide receiver two. Like, we had not, this conversation. I don't think he when we were talking about Allen Robinson last year. When when uh, 
I was like, yeah, Darnell Mooney is a quality receiver. He he's a fringe one. And you and Mac was like, hold on, that player. Yeah. Nah, I don't think we've seen that yet. And here we go, talking about it very next year. Yeah, he's not a one. I think, you know, as fans, we get excited sometimes where we just start overrating players, especially if they have one solid year. Then we just one start, solid game. We just start overrating them, you know what I mean? Nikhil Harry is productive, Mac. But when you look at when you if you took a step back during the beginning, beginning of the, I, I, that's Isaiah. Isaiah talking about no, that was Dom who said magic happened. No, every it was time that was Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah said he was. A, yeah, come on now, y'all got to stop with that. Nikhil Harry to steal from Shannon Sharp runs like he got a piano on his back. I mean, a man is not. <laughs> fast at all. Hey, people got to stop. He set a piano on his yeah, back. Come on, man, stop it. But. If you look at this roster in the beginning, and I get Asinine credit for this, I get Junior credit for this too. When you looked at the Bears roster in the beginning of the season, you had to realistically think, like, there's not that much there. And I always tell people all the time, like, how I look at a player is if he was on another team, if he was playing for another team, would I be clamoring for that player to be on my team? And if the answer is no, I'm not going to overrate this guy. I'm not going to act like he's something more. Than he is. And that's what a lot of Bears fans did this season. A lot of Bears fans was like, well, you got Eberflus coming in here, so maybe he can rob rob these guys up. Maybe he can coach these guys up. This is the NFL. In the NFL, talent wins. That's what it really boils down to. And your talented players are the proven players. And you can say a guy coming out of the draft his first year, maybe his second year, yeah, it's maybe you need to see, you know, give him a little bit of time. But for the most part, teams are not just dropping young good players for the hell of it if it's not costing them a cap spot or the, the money that it would cost them to hold on to that guy is enormous. If they just dropping a first-round pick who still got years <laughs> left on his contract, if they dropping that guy, it's a problem somewhere. They it's also the same thing when you look at this year going into free agency, right? Like, like, yeah, the Bears have the most money. I mean, they double – the amount of salary cap space over the next team with whoever it is. But very, very, I don't want to say rare, but it doesn't happen too often where you see like franchise changing guys hit free agency. And I, and yeah, we have Justin Fields and he may be that guy, but I think the bears still need a franchise changing guy. Right. I still think the bears are literally nine, 10 solid pieces away from um, competing. They need at least eleven starters if we're being honest with next year. I mean, yeah. I mean, at listen, least. the front the front seven fucking dog water, right? Like yeah. absolutely terrible. Yeah, I mean offensive line is dog water. That's twelve right there. Yeah. I mean Don't disrespect Sandlocker. Okay. Yeah, sure. Anyway. <laughs> Did you call him Sandbocker? Sandlocker. Instead people, of Erlocker. Some people are Sandlocker. Some people acting like he the next Erlocker. That's what I mean. Like over bro, bro, Jack Sanborn is Nick Quickowski, bro. Oh my God. Jack Sanborn is Nick Kowski. He's faster. He's faster. Jesus Christ. Hunter Hill and Meyer. Forgive me. I know you're a baseball guy who just started watching baseball in twenty sixteen, but um <laughs> they play two. They play two different. Should have started working Sam, out in 2016. Sam, I I actually was working out better. Than <laughs> uh, Sam, Sam, is that why you look like the shit emoji? Sandlocker, look, man. When you get a kid, sometimes you fall off the wagon. All right, <laughs> fuck you. So Sandlocker <laughs> and Quitkowski, fucking 
play two different positions. Why you so call him Sandlocker though? Because what, 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 it's just it's a joke. Okay. It's a play on words of Erlocker. Uh, no, I'm not fucking saying he's Brian Erlocker. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't even know that's where you was going with it. But yeah, okay. Sandlocker, okay. like Erlocker. Right. It's mean, a joke. I think he. I, I mean, he's going to get a spot next he's a year. They have so many other holes to fill. He's a solid. They're going to at least. Oh, I, I agree. Linebacker. Y'all know, y'all know who shouldn't get a spot next year. Look. I need Valus Jones and Nikhil Harry flipping patties and uh, soaking beef. At, uh, Valus Jones will be a bear. Well, if they can add another I, I, he, uh, a thousand percent, he will. I just need him at the local McDonald's. That's where I well, want it. If they can add another Sorry, one, a legitimate one wide receiver somehow through all these um, delusions of grandeur trade proposals we've been going through, then I think maybe one of them could be a viable option. Then Valus moves down to the fourth or fifth wide receiver on the fifth. depth chart, and I'm totally comfortable with him being there. Here's, and you're not relying here's on the him. Thing, though, people got to worry about with the trades, and why I, why I don't think the Bears would do it is uh, I don't think Poles want to give up draft picks like that. I, I just don't, especially not in the position he's in where he can add. You 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 possibly talking about Poles could get. Move back in the in the draft, get a first round pick this year and another first round next year, and probably maybe a third, second round. Who knows how desperate somebody is to move up? So I don't see him doing it. And he and he and through everything well, and through everything he said, he said he wanted to build through the draft. He said that's his thing. He said that's how you basically have sustainable success. So I don't see him giving up th- this moment. This is what this is probably like the best possible scenario for a guy like Pose who wants to build through the draft, and I don't see him giving that up. I, I, I agree with you, and I've said that before, but I think a lot of it, too, is going to depend on where you can get value at. I, I truly think DeAndre Hopkins will be in a different jersey next year. I don't think he's with the, the Cardinals again. I don't see I the don't. Bears giving up a first-round pick for him. No. I yeah, don't but think, he, he I don't, probably I don't, isn't worth it. The Cardinals, the Cardinals won't get a first-round pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm the right. Cardinals, realistically, will get, like, two-thirds for him. And to be honest with you, for two thirds, knowing that he, knowing that Ryan Poles is going to trade down multiple times, I'm okay. I'd give up two thirds for DeAndre Hopkins because because Justin needs that number one guy. He does. That's a monumental he impact. Does. He needs he needs that guy, yeah. right? That that when 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 you're game planning against the fucking Bears, you're like fuck. He, he does. can bomb it. He he can do his thing to DeAndre, and mm-hmm. if that don't work, he's going to take off with his feet. Now, well, if he has any there. respect for fucking Justin Fields, he'll do it. I understand it's not necessarily very high on the priority list when you're talking about all these offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers. That, that, line, that O-line has to be number one on the priority list. It is. It's, yeah. Offensive line and defensive line are absolutely number one. That doesn't mean you're still not looking yeah. at potential options to add another wide receiver. I think receiver. he There's is, no way. I think he is. I yeah. just don't think – I don't think he's – like I don't, I don't see him giving up a number one. I mean, giving up a first round because you got to look at what the Eagles did and Jalen Hurts last year. They had a lot, Eagles fans had a ton of questions about Jalen Hurts. He wasn't one hundred percent sure if he was the guy or not. Up and down as far as production. Sometimes he'd miss his guys downfield shit like that. Then they trade for AJ Brown, and now all of a sudden, fucking, they just throw they just throw it up. They throw it up to everybody. It's fucking bombs away over there in Philly, and so I mean. They don't have to because Justin proved he can score 30 points a game doing it all and fuck himself with this offensive line. And if they just beef up the whole line, then you have Mooney, Claypool, 
Then uh, 30 would be more Herbert, consistent. You, you have to. You need a number one guy. By the way, I mean, I, I, agree, see why, I agree. It's just not, it's like number six on the priority list is the problem. <laughs> By the way, I don't see why Jalen Hurts, just to step off topic for a minute, I don't see why Jalen Hurts was a question mark. I mean, if you look at his college career, I know he played for Alabama, all that, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at his college career and then you look at the fact that he was taken out of a game, Tua get hurts, he come back in that game and win it. And then he goes transfer somewhere else and plays well. They tell you what type of mentality. And I am Mr. Mentality that that kid has. And he always had a, a winning. Do you see how he played. added that shit in there? I am Mr. Mentality. Yeah. You know. That's the thing. That's now, the thing people don't look at. They don't look at that type of stuff. And that's why they don't know how to evaluate talent. They just look at certain areas. They need to start looking at how these players perform under pressure and other stuff as well, man. They don't get into the heads of these guys, which they should. Just like how the hell this dude in with the Detroit Lions, how he go in the fourth round? The the wide receiver, St. Brown. How how did this man I'm go? I'm pretty in? sure he had injury injury problems in college. Man, That's still, why. Though, that man is a he's a dog. No, he a dog for sure, but yeah. I mean if we're being fair to the conversation, he had injury problems in college. Yeah, Asinan, we haven't talked in a minute. Uh, how do you feel about <laughs> the the situation in Buffalo? Uh, shit's whack. Prayers to his family. Uh, none more else to say. I don't know. I, if you're looking for a big, extensive thing out of me, you're not going to get it. Uh, well, I I'm, know that. I mean, that's why women. It's hard for women to talk to you. There's nothing yeah, I mean, big you about don't, you. Don't, you don't really have anything bigger, extensive. I've talked. I've talked. I've talked to more women in the in the years that I've been in life than you have in yours. And mind you, matter. you're about seven years older, Justin. Damn, Justin. it doesn't matter. I don't understand why people think that's important, though. But I hear you. <laughs> yeah, You're a child, bro. I don't understand why. People but but yeah yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else needs to be said besides the shit sucks. Well, I hope he's well, okay and prayers to his family. Like I, I don't really know what what we're looking. I'm for. surprised to hear that it's trending in the right direction. That's great news. I didn't think yeah. he was gonna make it. So to hear today that it's trending in the right direction is, is pretty amazing to me. It still has such a far way to recover. I agree. But just the fact that they didn't call it, like I thought that's where we were going at this point. I seen seen a tweet today. I seen a tweet today saying uh, he died twice. Yeah. Wow. I saw some, I saw some that J Targaryen tried to uh, rob his uh, toy fund of $7 million. I wouldn't do that. Raphael Devers is already paid. I don't need the money. (laughs) Nah, seven million dollars. I'll rob that nigga dry. Wow. wow. <laughs> He's he went from saying I'm not gonna say anything to he says that shit. He said there's not much more to say. <laughs> not much more to say except for the you know what? You know what? I can possibly As- say. I'm, I may have to agree with that night because we that's not and I agreed on the dude who caught fucking Aaron Judge's home run. We would beat the shit out of him for that ball. I'm stomping granny ass Bro. out. I'm yeah. stomping granny fighting. That's why they hate y'all, man. That's why we canceled and fucking. I'm turning her head. I'm turning Granny head into spaghetti for that for that ball. I ain't the funniest thing. He was offered three million for that. He said no. He was. It sold an auction for one point five. He's stupid. Stupid motherfucker. I took that three million right away. Cash me. I ran to the bank. You walked into stadium with zero chance of getting three million dollars. Do you got to claim taxes on that three million? Yeah. Hell no. You do, sir. Yes. They'll find a way to tax that. 
Unless you unless, like him, you unless, like unless, unless you're able to keep that sale under the table, which you're not because it's a three million dollar transaction. <laughs> no, Uncle Sam got to get his bread. I, I got the IRS gonna be knocking on your door the second that shit hit the account immediately because you already over the threat. You already over the threshold because the tax bill, like that, tax bill on that like, gonna be over a hundred thousand easily. They gonna be knocking on your door like Jehovah Witness. Easy. They gonna be nigga knocking at your shit. Like them spontaneous <laughs> So I got a question for everybody while we're here. What grade are you guys giving uh since this was a big controversy in the scumbags uh group chat? <laughs> what grades are you guys giving uh what grades you giving Justin Fields? We'll start with you, Alfredo. I'm giving him a B plus. Okay. Okay. I think that his performance was way better than last year, considering that he had a new offense he had to learn, a new coach he had to learn, new players that he has to play with. Um, I think he did great, um, you know, considering the circumstances that he's running for his life every single play. You know, I think that he did he did great, a lot better than last year. You know, last year he looked like a deer in the in bright headlights off the I-80. And, um, you know, this year he's looking like, uh, you know, he's more decisive with the football. He's making, you know, the best reads that he can when he has the time to make them. So I would give him a B plus. All right. Okay. B plus. Nothing wrong with that. that ain't, I, I don't have anything negative to say about that. What grades you giving him, Junior? C plus. What? Disgusting. Yeah. C plus. Disgusting. Listen, man, he improved, and that's all we care for. Is he got better? Am I going to sit here and say he got immensely better? No, yes, I ain't going to get that. immensely better. No, we didn't. Yes. No, we didn't. Stop. Yes. You're Mark lying to yourself. Improve. He got he, he improved enough to his, where his second season better than Josh Allen's second season. Oh my God! Here we fuck. Here we go with this shit. Here we go. That's that's. Say it, say I it, Justin. It That's borderline racist. That is borderline. He's racist. I think it is racist. No, let me just get. Oh, go ahead, Junior. Go ahead, Greg. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. Finish. Nah, I, I get it. You're fucking Big Mac digested already. Go ahead. Speak. <laughs> well, it is because uh, since you went there and you're gonna grill me for this, and you're not a part of the group chat anymore, which we miss you and Asinine in there because you missed the fireworks today. It was a lot of fun. I'm better off. Um, he's not in the group um, chat no more. No, he left. I left. He's what done a with loser. the bullshit. I'm adding you back in just because. <laughs> I'm leaving it again. <laughs> well, you should at least go in there and read today's shit because it was fucking comical. <laughs> uh, some people were having epic meltdowns. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, you you know, see, I came from a, from a different perspective because you're saying, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't get immensely better. He, he didn't develop to like, and to me, I don't think that answers the question of what his grade should be for this season. Of course, he hasn't reached his full potential. Of course, he still has a long way to go as a passer. You know, he could work. You know, Gonzo's talking about his mechanics because he watched one dude on a video and shit. And that's, you know, it's like all that shit doesn't matter. It's about how did he do with this team, with the circumstances he had around him? Like, to me, you saying, oh, well, he didn't get immensely. Of course he didn't get immensely better. What did I tell you? He's the most sacked quarterback in Bears history. And he should have been sacked fucking 25 more times than he was at 56. He should have had 80 sacks. How do you expect him okay, okay, to fucking okay, but, but, become this? Go ahead. Joe Burrow 
and I know Mac, mute your ears because you don't like hearing his. Fucking <laughs> Go ahead, man. Joe Burrow, uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago was on Barstool or whatever, and they were talking about his offensive line, and he said, "Yeah, I was sacked X amount of times, but you can't put all those on the offensive line." He goes, how many times is it me not getting rid of the ball? How many times is it me trying to make a play? Right. He goes, in the NFL, you get two and a half seconds to throw the ball. You hold on any longer than that, that sacks on you. So am I going to sit here and say, oh, man, Justin was sacked. I'm looking right now 55 times this year. It's all the offensive line's fault. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Yeah, but it's a, per- it's a perfect storm because, okay, it's not the offensive line's fault, but how about them receivers not getting open like 100%. you pointed out earlier? And, and you can also say, oh, how many times were those him trying to make a, or how many how many sacks did he save? It should be at eighty, but I can also say how many of those sacks were him trying to make a play. Yeah, you know, and it's you got to see it from see, both sides. Like when Jay Cutler was I sacked fifty five times, guys. when Jay Cutler was sacked fifty five times, and Justin broke that record this year, I guarantee Jay Cutler threw thirty fucking interceptions. Justin only threw eleven this year because he's not gonna put it where it can't go. He, he didn't. Oh, also, probably not throwing. Hey, the yo! If we're gonna be, be fair about the conversation, Brady's not throwing the ball because he, he won't do it. What the fuck's he gonna throw to guys that either can't catch? I'm, I'm, or just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If if you're gonna talk about it like that, he's not throwing that many picks. He's also not throwing the ball near. Right, because why would he? They they either aren't catching it or they're not getting open. So what did they do after five weeks in the season of fucking trying to run conservative offense and not getting anywhere? They said. Fuck it. We're just going to make Justin run everywhere. And that's how they started scoring 30 points a game. And, and until they ran him into the ground, it was working to the point where they're literally scoring 30 points a game for like six, seven weeks in a row. All because fucking Justin's doing everything himself. So that's I what I mean. I just Justin don't look is... at it from a de- development perspective. I don't look at it from a stats perspective. I look at the circumstances around him, the step he did take as proving himself as the franchise quarterback for the Bears. And to me, like you can make fun of me all I don't give a fuck. I stand on it. He deserves an A for this season to that, put up with what was going on around him. He, 90% he has fucking Getsy, brand new play caller, barely yeah. knows what he's doing. You know, it's like there's too much around him. Like, yeah, yeah Joe Burrow did it as a rookie with the battle line. Was his skill position guys as bad as Justin? Absolutely they not. It. They weren't better. They weren't uh, worse than Justin Fields' skill players. That's what Stop I'm saying. It. It's like a, only through six. Everything around Justin was bad, and yeah, Joe Burrow's line was bad. It still wasn't as bad as this year's Bears line. They got fucking third stringers out there. This is like to a point where it's dangerous to put this motherfucker behind this kind of line. Gonna, you might as well have us five motherfuckers blocking uh, for Justin. He gonna get Justin Fields a C plus. Come on, man, you both. <laughs> Come on, Ignorant. man. They got the uh, replacements out there. Yeah, what do, what do you want him to do? He throwing the <laughs> – who is he throwing to? I can't – You never real, seen the movie The Replacements? Real, no. Realistically, no. if any of these wide receivers was on any other team, with the exception of maybe Claypool, maybe Mooney, would you be clamoring for these guys to be on the Bears? You absolutely will, would not. Let's just – I clamor for none of these niggas. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying that's true. None I of agree. them. Claypool, I agree with, Mooney. I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Asinine 100. You know, what's your grade for him this year, Asinine? What you giving? Yeah, I, I I slide him a B plus. I'm not I'm not going A because we didn't win shit. And I get it, you wasn't supposed to win shit. Woo, for y'all jumping my ass. <laughs> for y'all jumping my ass for that. We, hey, didn't, yo, we didn't man. win. I can't. I can't give you an A if we didn't win. I'm sorry. It's not his so fault look, though. He had nothing to do with it. 
A thousand percent, thousand percent, and I agree. Oh, even though, even though, even though, even though I've, I've watched quarterbacks, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson, um, go out and win was absolutely not a goddamn thing. But look, look, granted, granted, same time, he played great given the circumstances, but we didn't win, so I'm not gonna throw you an A. And plus, and plus, we did see him get duped a lot. This year, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say a lot, but a fair amount of times he got duped. But granted, that's because he's young. I hope uh, he'll get over that or get past that. Yeah, I mean, B plus. I'm not gonna cry because you gave him a B plus. I don't do no crying anyway. But... What is that? Is that hey, a hey, 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 bald man, Dan, mute your mic for the TV. <laughs> What? Things go wild in the background. But uh, wow. who you uh? Buy yourself a Toyota Camry. What grade you giving them, Justin? What you giving Justin Fields? I'm gonna give him a B. Uh, I I I hold a couple grudges against him. Like the Commanders game, he left a lot of points in the red zone that were layups that he got ahead. Um, ill will from the Three Kings. He talked about it all the time, like protecting the box score at the end of games. Don't be trying to get off any frustration throws and get some give these people something to hold against you. But other than that, I mean, the season was a total fucking success. Like, if you would have told me coming through, like, we'll be 3-13, and 13, but there'll be stretches of us scoring 30 points, I wouldn't fucking believe. I would think something like that would be impossible. So I'm excited uh, going into the offseason with all these fucking – cap space and all of these uh, rumors and delusions of grandeur. A homer like me need that. I need the <laughs> good was, vibes. You was uh, yeah. delusional. You was, you was delusional. That is true, though, with the 11 picks. You know, at least more than a couple of them were just garbage time throws. I mean, yeah. you can still count. You can feel free to count them all you want, but that, that is a good point to that because I just think the one thing that I think is the most legitimate and fair criticism is the fumbles or you know they didn't lose many fumbles but he did fumble it a lot and junior talked about this before the season so he hit the nail on the head with this you know they can't depend on getting every fumble back next year and i understand there are a majority of those fumbles that are on bad snaps or that the line breaks down you know it's not solely on him just like everything else isn't solely on him but at the same time he does hold responsibility for that ball security so I think that is something that he really, really has got to fucking hone in on. What are you fucking laughing at, Justin? No, because, like, you're sitting here giving a eulogy about Justin Fields and there in the chat saying fucking S and I got Oscar the Grouch eyebrows. <laughs> Who, me? No, nothing, man. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with my eyebrows? Not your eyebrows. No, Nobody no, talking about your non-existent eyebrows. Nigga, keep talking. <laughs> talking about asinine's eyebrows? See, man, don't, don't pay attention to me. I'm the bane of bad guys. Distract me. Start laughing. I think I got. I think I'm doing something. No, but I mean Illinois man. basketball getting ready to lose the Northwestern here. No, I hate Illinois. Illinois basketball fan. No, but uh, no, uh, Greg, you were talking about what him and his ball handling. I'm tired of this. Go ahead. No, yeah, Greg was talking about his ball handling. <laughs> uh, ball security. Oh, big difference. My bad. 
You happy? You proud of yourself with your stupid balls joke? Yeah. Hey, Danigan from the Three Kings, you in here? What what grade you give uh, Justin Fields if you in here? He leave. Wow. Put the Twinkie hey, down. <laughs> yeah, messing with my man. All right, man. I'm gonna get my grade for Justin Fields. Uh, I give him a, a B, man. You know what I mean? It has uh, everything to do with. I felt like the guy developed the fact that he was like 90 percent of the Bears' offense is actually amazing. At one point in time, they was actually putting up like 30 points. And uh, if you look at his. As everybody said, you look at his uh, players that surround him, his O-line is, is not good. It's garbage. You look at his wide receiving core, it's not great. It's not even good. It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's below average probably. So you got to get a kid his just due, man. I mean, the fact he was able to even put up the amount of passing yards he's did is kudos. I'm not even going to complain about the interceptions because to me, I wish he took the Aaron Rodgers approach sometimes and just be like, you know what, I'm not going to take no chances in garbage time to mess up my numbers. If he was a stat pattern, his interceptions uh, would look better. Uh, the fumbling, I said I wasn't going to criticize Justin Fields all this year, so I'm not even going to criticize that. The man developed. The Bears are in a better position because they drafted Justin Fields. Get some weapons around this kid. Get the kid to O-line, and you'll see uh, – how much more special he could be. So, you don't need to see more, Mac, in regards to Justin Fields? Nah, I don't need to see more because people going to say, well, we need to see him throw, you know, we need to see how he is in the throwing game, the passing game or whatever. Like, you know what this kid can do passing. When you seen when he had time, uh, the Bears O-line gave him time this season, you seen what he did. And you already know what he can do with his mobility. And no, for all you stupid Goofy's out there. He's not a running back. You know what I mean? He's a quarterback, and he just so happened to be able to run, and he's a dual threat. So get that correct. He's not Lamar Jackson. Get yeah, it right. You know, hold on. We're not going to disrespect the MVP, little Bootsy. Ain't gonna yeah, but it. to that point, I mean, <laughs> Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick came. Come on, man. I'm just I'm saying. Gonna say, I'm going to say my grade, but I'm going to say one thing real quick. Um. When it comes to Justin Fields and what he did on the football field, you know, we talk about what he did running the ball. They changed the game plan, right? They they turned him into a guy who was running these read options, designed running plays for the quarterback and things like that. Teams knew this going forward, right? Teams knew that they could game plan for it, and they still couldn't do nothing with it. Mm. To me, that speaks volumes to who that kid is and how he can play the game of football. He can still manipulate people. There were things that you could look at in Justin Fields' game. And 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 a lot of people get tied up into this, you know, did he throw the ball well? Did he do this well? Did he do that well? Look at the totality of the game, though. You know what I mean? When I talk about him manipulating defenders, when I talk about the spy, that he can recognize the spy, he picks the spy out, and then, and then exploits the spy that's spying on him, those are the things that people need to look at. Um, when evaluating him, it's not just about the passing game. The passing game will come, you know, 2,200 yards, I think it was, or 2,300 yards and 17 touchdowns. For what he was doing, he was even throwing touchdowns during that stretch of games and running and, and getting touchdowns as well. He led the team in passing yards, rushing yards, passing touchdowns, Rushing touchdowns. The only thing he didn't lead him in is receptions and receiving yards. 
if he could throw the ball to himself, he probably would have let him in that. He so, would have gave you about 30 catches. You know, it is what it is. Um, you know, so so you got to look at it. You got to look at it like that. And 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 I look at it. That's the way I look at it because teams knew what they were game planning, and they still could not do nothing with it. So that's that's that speaks volumes to who he is as a as a player, and also his preparation for games too. Fucking Bill Belichick, you know, couldn't adjust. Motherfucker, one of the best coaches yeah. of all time. And you know, it's, it's, and it's not like it's not like teams had to go out there and say, "Oh, we got to shut down the passing game, or we got to shut down, we got to focus on this wide receiver." You went into the game knowing that Justin Fields is going to run this ball, and we can't do nothing about it during the game. That's what that's what teams were going in there looking at, and to me, that speaks volumes of. of, of of how he played and how he worked, you know, and his work ethic and all of that stuff, you know, that he put into the game. So, you know, when when going over these grades, it's easy to look at the numbers and, and do that. But, you know, to me, it's just way more that you got to look at than just oh, look at his numbers or look, you know, he, he had a thousand yards rushing. That's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it is. But, you know, how do you come across that? How do you how do you get that thousand yards? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I hear you on that. That's a good. Actually, that's a good explanation you gave there, Dan. Uh, one last question. One last question before we get out of here, and then I give everybody their final words. Uh, what should be the number one priority for the Bears going into the offseason? Go ahead, Alfredo. Give it to me. Offensive line. Can agree with that. What you got, uh, Asinine? Can I can I can I make this a little bit shorter and just answer for everybody? Look, everybody's gonna say offensive line. Can you just get this over <laughs> with? Come on, like like what are we doing right now? We all know the answer. It's offensive line. Let's not make this too quick. Come hey, on, you know Justin might have said something different. Um, Jay Tigerian might have said something different. I mean, he is a fucking idiot. He might have. I don't know. <laughs> you ain't gonna take up for yourself, Jay Tigerian. You gonna let the man call you an idiot? Well, I mean, it doesn't matter what he said, but I'm going to answer your question, Mac. I think that the Bears should look for either a tackle or a guard. I'm not saying necessary offensive line, <laughs> but either a tackle or a guard. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, it's crazy, man. All right. Everybody, give I, me I, I got a, I got a difference. I don't, I don't believe that's the number one priority. Okay, go ahead, give it to it's me. It's a, man. it's a, it's a, it's a priority. The offensive line is a priority, especially in the middle of the line, of course. But the number one priority is pass rush. The number one priority is defensive line. Mm. They can't control. They can't put no pressure. We went five games without getting a quarterback knocked down, without putting your hands on the quarterback. Five games. Your leading sack man. Is Jaquan Brisker with four? Right. That's that's a that's a huge problem. When you cannot put any pressure on anybody, it 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 makes your secondary worse look worse than what they are. Secondary is not that bad, but they can't they can't cover people for nine seconds back there. These right. are NFL wide receivers that you're going against. So when you cannot put any pressure, I mean five games, that's twenty quarters without putting a hand on another on the opposition's quarterback. That's a problem. That's the biggest problem on the team. Yep, I agree with Dan. Uh, it's easy to say offensive line. Of course, we want fucking four new offensive line at least to fucking protect Justin Fields for Christ's sake because he's our fucking, you know, he's the emerald fucking diamond in this fucking city. 
and he deserves a fucking offensive line. There's no question about that. But at the same time, they did score 30 points a game. We don't expect him. We're not. We shouldn't expect him to do it all himself again next year. But they did score 30 points a game with this trash offensive line for that long stretch until Justin ran out of gas. So to me, I agree with Dan because while they're both huge needs, the defensive line, to his point, don't get to the quarterback for five games. They have. 10 sacks as a defensive line on the season. That is the lowest in franchise history. And it's top five in NFL history. There's actually been teams that had less than 10 sacks in a 16-game season. Uh, you know, But this is now a 17-game season. But only 10 sacks, the lowest in Chicago Bears history. And to the secondary point, they're close on defense. I believe they are close to being a very good defense. Because to, to me – for to to that fact that how bad that defensive line is franchise all time bad in Chicago Bears history and for ha- to have this secondary c- continue to improve and and develop in certain ways Kyler Gordon has gotten better as the season's gone on as a rookie Jaquan mm-hmm. Brisker has ha- look has had his ups and downs but for the most part has looked very solid as a rookie safety they've had guys like Jalen Jones and Josh Blackwell come in and and impress against the Packers, Bills, and Eagles, three potential playoff teams here late in the season. And that was when Jack Sanborn, the only linebacker they had, get hurt. So they, ha- I think they're close defensively. If they can get a pass rusher in free agency and then in the, in the, at the top of the draft, in the top 10, grab one of these defensive linemen, you got two there, you're not too far off then from becoming a competitive defense. And that's going to help the fucking offense just as much as an offensive line. So I'm, I agree with that. Don't whoever the fuck is snoring. What? Somebody put Z's or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's creepy. I agree with you, Greg. Yeah. Defensive line and all of that. And I'm telling you, Greg is walking, bro, bro. Greg is walking melatonin, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think it's walking night, Will. You're fucking walking. If you're tired, go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) You got to rest up for this big baseball season. You're sixth ever watching it. (laughs) Oh, you got Greg started. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy because because you've been watching baseball since slaves were still a thing. And you still don't know <laughs> as much as me. And hey, you I'm still, not Max and you Ager, still right? can't hold a fucking candle hey. to the six years of knowledge I have. Mac Ager like fine wine. <laughs> That's the truth. You know what I mean? This nigga said. I'm naming this show the Greg Crow Laws. I didn't even talk as much as the last time I came on here. He was, I don't he, think he I yeah, it's pretty, hard to, it's pretty hard to do that again. Give me your final words, uh, Alfredo. What you got for the people, man? Um, please follow me. Follow my podcast. That's all I got. I well, mean, don't you want to tell the people what your podcast is? If you're gonna say that, see how crazy. That's what I was gonna follow up with. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. The Alfredo Experience Podcast on all podcast platforms. Please follow me on Twitter, Podpoppy three one two. Thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you for guys for letting me in the space. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you guys. 
Um, I uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Beautiful, beautiful. What you got for the people, Asana? I'm so glad you went to me so I could say this to Alfredo. Look, Alfred, change your Twitter handle right now. You are like 45 talking about pod poppy. You need to tighten it the fuck up. All right? You are you at are you it. at the Greyhound bus station you gotta, using their Wi-Fi? You got to tighten it the fuck up. You got to tighten it up. Look. I'm just I'm asking. Gonna, I mean, it looks like you're on a bus going somewhere. You no, need, you my need, you need, blurred. You need anyway, to get back on Twitter as a nine so you can check all these good mornings that uh Drake be putting out. Man, yeah. look, man, look. They be getting me to fuck up on out of here. I can't hide. I can't hide from <laughs> Damn, I can't hide from this. But uh but uh as far as as far as my last words, look, hey, Kevin Cracker, look, your boy Cole Komet gotta get two hundred and thirteen yards or else you owe me. <laughs> Or else you owe me two hundred fucking dollars. Don't think I forgot because I ain't been on Twitter, buddy. Hey, he don't, don't pay. Hey, he ain't gonna pay you because he gonna talk about. Hey, that he was don't that was do just no cash. That's none. Relax. He don't that was, do Vimo. He don't. Right now, he owe me two hundred bucks. Right it's now, cool, it's cool. It's cool. Still I mean, ain't Chicago right take, now. Take, I mean, take so I'm in Chicago. Kevin, Kevin I'm was, pulling up. He was he, up he was just being a fan. Yeah. Okay. He was a delusional. Just being a fan. He was a delusional Bears fan. It was a lot of. I still don't understand when they said that. They were like, "Cole Komet only needs sixty yards a game." I go, "He's never done that before." (laughs) I go, "What?" Yeah. Wow. But yeah, Kevin, I'm coming to collect the second. The second the uh, fourth quarter hits zero, I'm blowing your fucking phone up. Kev, Kev, Kev has let me down. Kevin Cracker or whatever he's called, he's let me down because I thought. White people paid their debts and the bill collector. Oh my god! What has happened? He has let the white community down. I need you to get him, great. Get him in check. Tell him to pay his debt. I'm in the championship for our scumbag fantasy league. Fucking bullshit. Him. <laughs> yeah, didn't I take you down, Asinine? Yeah, fuck you. Pause. Bullshit. What's, thought... what's your final words for the people, Julie? Um, we we'll keep it short and simple. I'm excited for the Bears off season. I'm really excited to see what Ryan Poles does in his first full off season and getting a year to kind of assess the team, um, assess the players he brought in via free agency, draft, trade, etc. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, hopefully we get the number one pick, and hopefully he trades down a few times and acquires a bunch of other picks and. It's a King's Ransom, so I'm excited for that. And uh, in free agency, there's two names I'm looking at. Uh, I know I've said one, Orlando Brown, and the other one would be, uh, I think it's the guy from the Eagles, Javon Hargrave, or whatever the fuck his name is, the defensive tackle. So those are two guys I'm looking for. All right. What you got for the people there, Jess? Yeah, well, the only benefit of living in Joe Biden's America, I could be whoever I want to be. And as a bisexual fan i am happy to announce that the red sox have re-upped with rafael devers 11 years 331 million dollars so i could sleep at night the only problem is the white Sox canceled that out by letting andrew benintendi weak ass wear number 23 (laughs) so the legacy of robin ventura and jermaine die rests on the shoulders of a man Mm. that's asinine's height and greg bragg's light not five eight talk to mac well, yeah. hey, 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 hey. I'm fine. And you forgot, I'm you forgot one important thing, Justin. 
What happened? It's going to be the first $300 million. It's going to be the first team with $300 million player to finish in last place in baseball history. Get the fuck out of here. I'm the Red Sox are not finishing last place. Right. I, I bet they do. No. All right. Let's go to the McDonald's chicken nugget eating king. What's your last words for the people, Greg? I ain't got shit. Thanks for having me on. If I talk too much, S and I don't make fun of me. Wow. Don't, fucking, don't follow me. Don't listen to my fucking podcast. Kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> Quit calling me a fat bitch, Elise. Good night. Damn. <laughs> wow. You finally word? started talking about something that made sense. <laughs> What's your final words for the people, Dad? Man, one well, number one, I didn't know this was a show, man. I would have been here for the whole thing if I did. Um, <laughs> you thought you were just bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Um, number two, number two, shut up, asinine. <laughs> Damn. Do a sit up. Y'all crazy. Tell your man. mama to do one. <laughs> I could have got real disrespect, so I'm going to leave that Tell alone. Tell your mama to sit up on these nuts. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> this is a child show. <laughs> rated well, R. For the sake of me not wanting to get disrespectful live on the internet, I'm going to spare you. Yeah, rated R. I'm going to spare you. Rated R. Was those your final words? <laughs> those are my final words. Damn. Yeah, damn. <laughs> damn. Uh, he came out with a the best, 30. The best final words in BGR history. <laughs> Tell your mama sit on these nuts. He came with a 30. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting niggas talking about sit on these nuts from a nigga that got to lift his belly to see him. I want to hear Whoa. shit from you, bud. I want to hear shit oh. from you, bud. What are we doing? This just went can't left, see your man. dick when you stand up. I don't want to hear. <laughs> hey yo, this is BGR. <laughs> but my final words is uh, I'm gonna keep it positive because I've been on my positive journey lately. Uh, like, you and Ken Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I have. You know what I mean. Even when things ain't looking good, still stay positive. You know what I mean. But uh, my positive take is this. For everybody who thinks uh, they got to go out there and be somebody else besides themselves, you don't. As far as just uh, if you grew up in a certain environment like I did where nerds like Asinine was make, made fun of, you could still be a nerd in the hood and be yourselves. Nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> I do your homework and beat your ass. Uh, man. Well, you ain't beat nobody ass, but I'm just saying. There's nothing wrong with being asinine in the hood. It's okay to grow up and be yourself and uh, be positive. You know what I mean? And with that being said, back at Radio App.